never give, and never give, and never give up. Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi Junior High podcast where two black millennials deep dive into a Canadian teen drama from the 80s, because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's get started. We are back. We're back, you guys. Hello. Welcome back to the Pandemic Podcast Network. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. Everyone's in a Pandemic Podcast Network. I know. We should start a, a, a podcast network, but it's just podcasts by us. <laughs> Does that even qualify as a network at that point, or it's just it's just I think, us? I think as long as you call it a network, it's a network. So, you know? Yeah. No, I feel you. <laughs> it's like you just have to manifest it hard enough, and it'll be okay. Yes. I like, you know, I like that. I'm all about, like, positive vibes, positive thinking. That's how you get the life you want. According oh, yeah. to the gift, or the secret, <laughs> not the the gift, the secret. My my publication will be the gift. <laughs> It'll just be like like a poor man's like manifestation. Be like you're too lazy to really try that hard, but like you still want the benefits of it. So it's called the gift. Yeah, I'm like just just like put some sticky notes around your mirror with affirmations, mm. and that's all you need. <laughs> that is literally all you need. Hmm. You say that as I literally spent the past week feng shuiing my room, so I don't really know. <laughs> oh, so are, yeah. your, are your chakras all aligned? Are those things in the same world? I don't know. Um, I think I think it is. I think they're basically... Feng shui is another word for chakra, you know? It's another word for aura. It's, it's like, you know... <laughs> it's, it's another, another word, word for, for vibe. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I definitely feel better, just like a change. <laughs> I really hate myself because I use vibe way too more, way too often from what I want to, and I can't stop yeah. it. It's just happening. But yeah, I feel much better. Like I'm in, you can kind of see Sonique. I'm in a very bright corner of my room. I feel you are. Like I'm, yeah. So it's nice. I just um, and I'm wearing some new loungewear that I just got in the mail today. So that's nice. Okay. Really cozy. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good t- um, today, but you never know. The day's not over yet. It's only halfway through, so could have a breakdown moving. <laughs> it can get better. It could get worse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just the, it's the, it's the quarantine gamble that we all just enjoy every day. I know. Aren't we just like throwing a dice every day? It's just like, mm-hmm. I wonder what happens. <laughs> so how are you doing sonique how's your what's today today is friday friday the 17th how's your um i'm okay i'm okay um it's been snowing today yes what the fuck is up with that i saw your instagram story it's literally chicago i mean (laughs) it's funny because we get we get surprised by it every year but we do get april snow we've gotten snow in may before so it's like Mm -hmm. it's not that surprising it's been cold so it's like yeah could snow (laughs) it's always a possibility um but it hasn't it's not like like that very much accumulation at least so we're all i'm saying is that like yeah living in chicago it's like it's serious when we say that like our summers literally are like they don't start until well into june (laughs) because even early june can still be a little bit like cool 
and stuff mm-hmm. before it gets like, oh, it's like summer heat, like AC. Like my AC doesn't get turned on for like I will keep the heat on probably in May as well because it's probably still going to be kind of cold. Shoot. Yeah. The Windy City does not play around. She does not play any games, okay? She's very this. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a Virgo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, I um, laugh at that, but I literally, you could have said any of those and I would have laughed because I'm like, that's such a Virgo thing to do. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, but I'm doing okay. Um, that's the thing with this whole quarantine situation. Every day feels mm-hmm. kind of the same to me. Like, I'm neither having a good or bad day. It's just like I'm here. Like, I'm alive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you exactly. can really, it's that's all like, you wish for. That, yeah, my my kind of brain uh, – like the way that my brain works, it's like if I have to think too hard about something, I like it's like survival mode of like you just can't think too hard about it. It's just like today I'm fine, period, and then think about something else. Like basically, <laughs> it's like yeah, I have food today, they have electricity today. Yeah, I'm doing good. I got my stimulus check, so that was clutch. Bitch, yes. Did you get yours? No, I. Also, Aww. is there any requirements for a stimulus check? Or so my understanding about the stimulus check. I assume you have to pay taxes or whatever. So you had to. Um, so it's it's income based. So if you're at a certain income level, you won't get it. Um, it should have automatically gone into your bank account wherever your last tax return went. But if you filed in the past, I think two years, you don't have to do anything. You just have to wait for it to come. Like you didn't have to file mm-hmm. yet. And I know, like, the, the deadline for filing your taxes this year has been pushed back because of everything. But, like, yeah. um, if you if you filed in the past, then then that's what it is. It could be because you have, in the past few years, been out of the country, maybe. So maybe it's why you, you're... Well, yeah. I've, I've, paid, I've done my taxes, but I've, I've usually just had to pay money. I haven't gotten a return of money. <laughs> so, Ooh, but girl. yeah, I'll check it out later. Speaking of which, I need mm-hmm. to do my taxes because like a, a bitch doesn't have a job and I could use that tax return right now. So. Right. Be like, I could get that in my bank account today. That would be nice. That'd be sweet. Thanks. <laughs> also, like I remember there was a whole thing about like Donald Trump saying that he wanted the stimulus checks to have his name on it. His name was not on my thing. It just said IRS. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking direct deposit. No one writes names on checks anymore. Yeah, I'm like it's a direct deposit. Like it just said IRS. Like it just said it just says like the the um you know where it's coming from. It doesn't say like what it's for. Or it's just, right. but whatever. Who cares? Whatever. The point is, I got my twelve hundred dollars, and when I tell you, I immediately put her into my savings account. I'm like, I'm not touching that. Bye. Yes. <laughs> Get out of there. Adulthood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I'm very interested to hear. Um, because all my Canadian friends are our listeners. Listener, guess what? You're my friend. <laughs> so I wonder about what is happening with you guys. Do you guys get a stimulus check? Or do you just get like, I don't, do you get anything? Are you guys doing okay? I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've gotten some sort of check just because like, I know they've done similar they stuff. They probably already in- get it monthly to begin with. Yeah, like, does, does Canada have the universal basic income? That's the only. That's the the one benefit of, of right. pandemics. I'm hoping it's going to get people on board with UBI because it's like, hey, mm-hmm. now guess what? What if you got this check 
every month indefinitely. <laughs> right? So that you won't starve. That would be that. I'd love that. And you won't freeze to death. I'd love that. Yeah. But of course, you know, the same. all I'm saying is the same people who complain about government assistance, I'm sure, have no problem putting that money they've, into their bank account. They've been waiting for that check. They've been waiting. So think about that. How about that? I you're canceled. You're canceled, Lauren. Listen, <laughs> cancel culture is canceled in the current predicament, okay? Cancel culture has been postponed and for until further notice. <laughs> since we're social distancing. But what we are definitely doing is we are canceling freaking celebrities who think that they're like one of us now. It's like no bitch. Okay, can you've been we... living the high life and you're still living the high life. Listen. All I need my celebrities to do right now, if you want to say something about pandemic, just be like, just raise awareness about a charity. That's all you need to do. I don't Thank need you. to hear you say like, oh, we're all in this to get. We're not. We're not. You you getting to the reality is that you get to isolate in a mansion probably that has like a bowling mm-hmm. lane and shit. And you have all this stuff that you need there. You're having so much fun. The rest of us live in apartments where, like, you have your TV and your internet, some books, and that's basically it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't need. All I'm saying is, I don't need words of inspiration from Gal Gadot. I don't need her singing (laughs) "Imagine" to me. Like, I don't need that. (laughs) I did not ask for that. Honestly, and Uh. I think it's so funny when that "Imagine" video came out. How much people dragged everybody in it because it was like, it was so cringy. Just like, guys, just, just, yeah. Shut up for a second. <laughs> and it's funny. It's like, it's it's really showing out like like the real celebrities, case in point, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. They have not changed since like what they're putting out has been the same before and mm-hmm. after the current predicament. Like they, because they stay at home. They're what, that's why we like them so much because they're like us. They like show them on the couch, yes. eating food, I watching feel like TV. They are home more than they are anywhere else. Literally. I think their Instagram literally <laughs> always before pandemic, they literally were always in that living room. Cause I know the rooms in their house now. Like they're just always. In the living room. <laughs> yes. Be like, Oh, they're at the piano. Oh, that's their, that's their kitchen. Yeah. That's their couch. Luna's, oh, that's their backyard. Luna's wearing yeah, the, one of her Disney, at- her Disney princess like, costumes. And she's like there. Like, Hair unbrushed. But they like. are currently, I will say, they're at their Malibu beach house right now. Uh, they're not at their regular house. So, okay. yeah, things have changed up a little bit. But, yeah, it's a, that, but that's how you do it. That's how you do it well. You know, you're not trying to put up anything else from what you're usually posting. Just, like, just if you, if you didn't post that much and you only posted about random shit, just continue posting about random yeah. shit. If you're trying to, like, relate and be personal now, now's not the time. No, I'm just, like, just all the people need right now is just, you know, just raise – use your platform to raise the awareness mm-hmm. about what's going on. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's what I want. I don't need anything else from anyone. I don't need to watch Ellen cold call people. Like, who the fuck – I don't no. know. I the don't, talk shows. It's not I can't, funny. It's I can't. annoying. <laughs> I, I'm tired of hearing people like Ellen, who's just a monster, comparing being quarantined to being mm-hmm. in jail. It's you're not in jail, guys. You're you're fine. We're all doing fine. Like just yeah. Ugh, it's just if anything, it just reminded me about like how tone deaf so many celebrities are. I'm I'm having the one thing I'm having oh a kick of, kick of right now are like. So I understand that for pretty much every parent out there, it's very difficult to, like, be at home with your kids. I'm mm-hmm. living for the celebrities who are complaining about it because I'm like, 
oh, it's because you don't take care of your kids. It's why the, it's not because of pandemic. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because you literally never have to take yeah. care of these fucking kids. And now the nanny's not around. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, God, I have mm-hmm. to be with my kid. I have to parent for fucking Justin Timberlake. I have to parent for 24 seven. Like, yeah, it's called being a parent. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking dad. Stop. <laughs> Most people do it all the time. So it's funny. Again, yeah. Chrissy Teigen and John Ugh. Legend always at home with their kids. They have not complained about it because they are literally exactly. always at home with those children. <laughs> they have they yes, have house staff exactly. and stuff, but like they're always home. It's yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm just like living for it. And but yeah, it's like I think what's very interesting of like, you know, the talk shows and everything. Um it's just because now they're doing it all from home with like very minimal kind of like equipment. And they're just like, they kind they're kind of bringing them because the kind of idea of, you know, TV, TV is this escapism type thing where it's just like, Oh, like this is this other world, you know, where these people are meeting up and having conversations on TV and blah, blah. blah. And now that they're just like doing it, they're literally like FaceTiming each other to interview people. It's just like, <laughs> so like, why, why are you famous? Like I've seen funnier <laughs> stuff from my friends than this. Like, like this is ridiculous. And you guys are trash. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. And I'm like, why are we giving you money? You're worthless. This is stupid. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because you're right. Because oh I think people God. are trying to still be- create the content they were before. But, like, they don't mm-hmm. have the luxury of, like, a whole crew and the lighting. Because they're at home. And you remember, yeah, like, no, exactly. most of those t- TikToks are funnier than this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am watching everything else that's funny that is not being paid for by co- by like the big money by Coca Cola and, and like NBC has nothing to do with with Datasore oh at all. TikTok. <laughs> I'll say it is all these. It, it's like it's it's showing in so many ways of like people that like people that were just getting stuff for 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 doing nothing. Like we were talking about like the Instagram models that were just part of the machine that were just like. That like we're they're constantly selling you stuff, and before you like you're like okay, I'll buy that flat tummy tea because that seems interesting. But now you only hear them because they're trying to make money because they're about to go broke. Yep. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, so guys, I have this really great opportunity to share with you. So a lot of people have been giving asking me questions about my skincare routine. It's just like no one has. We? I don't think we have. <laughs> Not it's a like single every, person. Everything the. the <laughs> The facade is dropped and we're all just like seeing everything for what it is. It's like, so no, stop, stop playing us because you're playing yourself. Gosh. All I'm saying is that the way I'm, I feel like I've seen a lot of Instagram celebrities that are looking a lot like me like Mm -hmm. these days. And I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. If anything, this has been better for my self-esteem. Cause I'm like, that's the real you. (laughs) So is that how you look? (laughs) Not that different. If anything, like I could. Mm-hmm. Listen, when this shit's over, girl, I'm about to step out. I'm about to be. I'm gonna be out of control. Like, like you know what? I look like Carrie Washington. Don't tell me anything different. Oh, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Back to our affirmations. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. Okay, I'm Carrie Washington. Moving forward, don't even look at me. <laughs> no pictures. Yes. But yes. let's. I think that's the thing. It's like I, I've. I'm sorry. I've been able to gain confidence being the bare minimum person that I am now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like 
I've been able to do that is like now it's just like seeing everyone else like trying to be like, oh, I just don't know what to do with myself. Like when I'm not like, you know, I'm not getting validation from my job and my work every day. Like, where does it come from? It's just like, welcome to my world. You have to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But um, let's go ahead and jump into this very bleak episode. Uh, yeah, back. Let's take it back down to the depths of despair in this episode. I know. I'm sorry, listener, but this is <sighs> hey, this is the content you wanted. You wanted us to cover these shows, the episodes. It just includes this. Sorry, uh, but today mm. we are covering season two, episode twelve. He's back. Um, air date <sighs> March twenty first, nineteen eighty eight. Synopsis. The teacher who sexually harassed Lucy returns to Degrassi and sets his sights on an unwary Susie. Oof. Lauren, what do you think about this episode? I, I, I am split. I'm torn. Um, I feel like yes, I'm glad that they are revisiting this situation because this is how it happens. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of. Uh, consequences in the after effect of the first episode, a helping hand. Like this is a very real situation. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that Degrassi did that. I'm also like, I hate watching this again. Yeah. Like I really didn't want to watch him again. Yeah, but I think I think this was a good episode. They they I think I think so too. It was well done. I think. I mean, we're gonna jump into it. Obviously, I think the acting was actually. Mm-hmm really great i think that they they handled a very serious topic well like i think it was done masterfully well not yes. masterfully and I, I think i'm being a little bit generous but it was very good <laughs> <laughs> no i definitely saw um like a lot of like the way that they uh the storyline of it of um instead of they did a lot of showing instead of like telling yes and it because you know like degrassi could kind of do that in a very cliche way of like Oh man, like you know, like mm-hmm. they could be very cliche, but I feel like they did a good job of showing a lot of perspective and showing the kind of dynamic of Susie. No, not Sue. I the entire I can't I can't get them straight. Susie and Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Her perspective uh, as an outsider watching in of what was happening, mm-hmm. um, and kind of allowing herself to like. Uh, was it in therapy? They do that where it's just like if you're processing something from when you're younger, they mm-hmm. sometimes the therapist will be like, okay, have your older self watch what is happening to your younger self mm-hmm. and how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And kind of, so I felt like they, they did a lot of like very intricate things that I definitely observed and I was very appreciative. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're totally right. Um, but we start with our cold open and Lucy is having a dream. Question. This is our first, uh-huh. is this, this is our first starring episode with Lucy since the first time Mr. Colby came around, right? I think so. And there was like the, the one where she was shoplifting with Vula. Yep. I think that um, was, that was before. That was a B plot or, or yeah. No, that, okay. That was before. The, yeah, I'm, so saying, I'm been... saying the very last time we saw Lucy as the focal point. Oh. I think it was when. It was a helping hand. We haven't yeah. seen her really, which I think is actually like, no, I don't know if this is per- on purpose or just because Degrassi has so many goddamn characters that like they have to <laughs> kind of jump around. But if it was on purpose, I think yeah. it was well done in showing that like this thing happened to her. Mm. 
what's been happening to Lucy between mm. us not seeing her? Like, that's the question I had watching was like, so she's probably just been like, essentially experiencing PTSD for all this time. Yeah. And we have not checked in on her. And now we're coming back. But we're in our cold open and Lucy's having yeah. a dream. Well, a nightmare about Mr. Colby. And this is a yeah. replay of the one of the scenes from A Helping Hand. And it was genuinely the just creepy. And just scene. like, oh, the silk is such silk is such a sensuous material. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> like I wanted to oh, throw up my mouth. My just like, God. Yeah. And she uh Yeah, I yeah. think in, in this it yeah, in this cold cold open, I think it was very much like because I think, like, even when we were watching the episode, like, maybe it was just that we were trying to, like, displace and get through it quickly. But, like, that uh, that scene was, like, very, very dark. Just, like, very, very yeah. intense. And to show it again in this episode, I was like, oh, damn. Yes. Like, damn, damn, damn. So creepy. And, of course, Lucy, you know, she wakes up from her nightmare and she's crying. And she tries to go back to sleep, but she's still kind of thinking about what he was saying to her. And I'm just like... I'm yeah. genuinely like, oh my god, we have not seen Lucy all this time. Has she just been having these fucking nightmares all like for months, presumably? And she, we just we haven't been have. checking it, in on her, and I'm like, oh, this is so shitty. Yeah, I also think they make. I mean, oh, obviously, I'm reading into it, but the kind of idea of you know Lucy not being in the in the storyline of the show in the well, in the past episodes kind of is just like showing this like maybe she's like distant she's distancing herself from mm-hmm. you know she's obviously a popular person very outspoken and after this happened you know the ptsd like she just comes very withdrawn and yeah so that might yeah be which i agree with because we probably not no no I, I think i agree with that i think especially because of just when we get into her yeah. throughout this episode it's very clear that she is withdrawn she's not very like She's not the Lucy, mm. no, or we've seen in the show before. She's yeah. very different. Yeah. Um, but um, in our first scene after the theme song, um, LD comes up. <laughs> uh, some light, some lightness to this. <laughs> she comes up to Lucy and she's like, I need to go shopping yeah. for a wedding. And I was like, who the fuck invited LD anywhere? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And has no one told LD that Lucy literally got arrested for shoplifting yeah. like is I'm that pretty sure public Lucy knowledge because everyone knows about her like community service from most malls <laughs> like she can't go out but uh <laughs> lucy when she comes up lucy's kind of like absent-minded because she's you know is thinking about her mm-hmm. dream her nightmare and stuff but i also was like i think lucy just doesn't care what ld's saying because i think i also would just be like huh what what'd you say LD? Yeah. what are you talking girl what you talking about um but apparently we find out that Lucy has been volunteering after school, which was originally as part of her community service, but she's continued to just do it because she mm-hmm. she likes to do it. Yeah. I think that's good, good for her. Like she's maturing and doing something for other people and probably just making herself useful since she's usually at home by herself. It's like she's engaging with other people. Exactly. And I think it's like one of those things that of, I think she mentions later that, you know, she's like, she's you know, she's saying like, oh, I feel fine. Like I'm doing fine. And I think like to some extent, you know, she, you know, is she has somewhere to put her energy. She's helping. She's doing good with her like after school volunteering. Yep. Um, and then of course this episode, she kind of like is kind of brought back to reality of like, you know, truly triggered and affected by what happened to her. And it's not okay. Yeah. She's not she's, okay. She's not okay. Um, but Lucy goes to the office, um, to Doris Bell, 
and she overhears that Miss Avery is sick and Mr. Colby is going to be subbing. And I'm just like, ugh. And he comes up right behind and he comes up right behind her, like and like creeps around. It's just like, hey, oh Lucy, my god, how's it going? It's like, oh my god, I have to give it to the actor. He's actually really good at playing creepy. Like he's so creepy. <laughs> and okay, he definitely looks worse this episode, right? Like before, <laughs> like it was just kind of like, okay, maybe you're attractive for the '80s, but now, like he looks like he looks like a slightly heavier set. Like his hair is like in a worse haircut. It got longer, and he didn't cut it. And he just looks, oh yeah, very bulky. Yeah. I think they did a really great job with the casting, though. I mean, I'm sure this guy, this actor, is a, a fine oh, yeah. person. Like, I'm sure he's a normal person. But like, I think it's well done because I think it's important, especially for a show teaching kids about like creeps, creepy people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not always visibly creepy. I think obviously we we think he's creepy because of what he's doing. We're seeing him do things. We're like, oh, you're gross. You're creepy. Right. But on the surface, if you saw that man, he was a teacher at your school. He just looks like a guy. He's there's nothing very remarkable about him, and I think that's important because the creepy person is not always like the obviously. He isn't always like the the obviously like. Oh, that person looks dangerous, and it's just like a guy. Yeah. Who has very unsavory tastes? Okay, I'm about to look him. I'm about to look him up and see if he's in anything else. Or, like, if he's, like, arrested for... <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Is he really a creep? Is that why he's such a good actor? Shut up. <laughs> His name is Marcus Bruce. He's a double name. And you know anyone that has a, f- a first name for first and last name is, like... Ugh. You can't trust that person. Wait, he's in... Wait, okay, what, what year did this episode come 1988. out? 1988. Okay. <laughs> the, the next um, thing that he's in is a TV series called System Crash in the 90s, and he's Coach Magma. I desperately hope that he is not a coach that touches people. <laughs> I really I hope too. not. I hope that he wasn't typecasted. <laughs> he, like, stops acting after that show, because it's like, I'm just getting typecasted at this point, like. <laughs> I should have never been on Degrassi. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. Lucy freaks oh. out and, um, you know, leaves. And she runs into, um, you know, oh. Susie and Caitlin, and they're asking her to give them photos for the yearbook. And she's, Lucy's been struggling, clearly. Again, she's been doing, this has been happening a long time, because yeah. I'm assuming they've been needing this from her for a while. And she's like, I don't, I still don't have it. And they're just like, yeah, you know, they're just like not, I mean, in their defense, they don't know what's happening. So for them, they're just like, girl, get these pictures in. Like, we trying to get this yearbook fucking finished. And yeah. Lucy, like, runs out. And next when we see them, Caitlin and Susie are talking shit about Lucy just very openly. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, what episode? What episode was it? Oh, the LD's episode. Remember when um LD like her dad was yeah. in the hospital but she wasn't telling anyone and then everyone else just thought she was like really lazy. <laughs> it's kind of happening to Lucy now. Like when Spike which is like <laughs> fucking LD is lazy bastard. Like she's This is the third time this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> but Alex comes to class and he's raising I guess he's trying to raise money for the yearbook. He's class treasurer. And he suggests them yeah. do like a shoes a shoes shine day. And I had the same thought that Caitlin said, which is like Everyone wears sneakers. Like, what are you shining? Like, <laughs> no one's wearing like thank you leather like shoes. 
is cool. <laughs> and I also think it's funny, like, I always see that, in, like, there's always a shoe shine station in yeah. airports still, and I'm like, who is getting their shoes I've, shined? I've, like, I've seen where's them. Where's the market for this? I've seen this? people use them. But it's usually, it's, it's businessmen, like, traveling, who are dressed in their suits, and they have shoes to be shined. But most people who are traveling are, like, wearing sneakers and, like, comfortable clothing. No one's, like, really walking yeah. around with, like, oh, I need my shoes to be shiny so I can see my reflection in them. Like, what? <laughs> I also think it's, like, I kind of, I don't know, I have this theory about people that get, <laughs> it's different than people that get massages, but the idea that people get their shoes shined, it's, like, they want to feel like they have a servant. Yes. Like that kind of weird complex. I was literally thinking the same exact <laughs> it's thing. Weird. It's a weird because like they're sitting above the person and they're like the person's like cowered mm-hmm. at their feet, like. And usually, unfortunately, it's like whenever I see it done, yeah. it's a black man shining a white guy's shoes. I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm like, of no, course. yo, you are you are a king. Mm-hmm. Stand up, king. You don't need to do this. Full <laughs> 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 hotep, but like, you know, we were kings and queens back in Africa. You don't need to. Doing this shit for no white man. Like, <laughs> the one, the, the one and only time that Sadiq and I go co-temp is just like on two shines. Be like, nope, not today. I, not today, I wish I was King. kidding. Whenever nope. I see a man, a black man sh- shining a white man's shoe, and he looks over at me, I just give him like the black power fist, and he like gives me a nod. I'm like, yeah, like I got you back. I got you back, King. <laughs> Oh God! Wow. <laughs> what if Sadiq and I were celebrities? That would be our platform. That we the, the hell that we would die on. People would be like, "So what about like what are you doing to help the pandemic?" And we'd be like, "Listen, we need to stop these shoe shine businesses. It's messed up." <laughs> it ends today. We'll be right back after a quick break. So Alex, like, he's like, I'll find a solution. Like, I have to find this money. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Scooter shows up. I'm like, oh, my God, little scooter. He shows up and he's like, oh, we're going to get a substitute. And they're all like talking about the tricks they're going to pull on the sub. And generally speaking, I think that is terrible. Right? But for Mr. Colby, they should have absolutely put tax on his chair. Made him sit on those fucking tax. Right. Oh, my God. All of them should have been done against Mr. Colby. Ugh. Just, just, just kill him, stone him to death. Honestly, um, <laughs> make him be a sushine. That's you. Honestly, he'd like it. Do. Nasty. He'd like that. Don't, it, he don't would. make him. Nope. He'd Ugh. love it. But he shows up and he hears them planning all their like bullshit. And um, Melanie is like, "Oh my god, he's a hunk." I was like, a "Hunk of what? A hunk of what, Melanie? He's not a hunk." <laughs> Uh, this Helene, I love Helene. I, think, yeah, I, I called like, her Helene. Like, Melanie. <laughs> Melanie, I love. <laughs> you don't know Helen? <laughs> Helene? <laughs> it sounded right. I said it twice. <laughs> no, I love to think of Helene is like Melanie's alter ego. Which like, they're like, like dark Melanie is like Helene. Oh, okay. That's what <laughs> it is. Like... Yes. Wasn't there a Greek goddess that started There's like Helena. Hellenus or Helena? Wasn't she like supposed to be like a like a feminine um, sexuality? No, love I think that's goddess Aphrodite or something. Was that Helena was like I think the goddess of like motherhood, right? Right. And like, but still like very female, like oriented type stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Shout out to Miss Weinstein, seventh grade um, Greek mythology. Thank you. <laughs> very, very necessary knowledge yeah. that we need to know in this world. Um, but yes, so we have Melanie and her alter ego, Helene, which is when her like her like middle school <laughs> hormones come out and she's like, I yeah. need yeah. a man. <laughs> and she was the fact that the, that that's that's what I'm blaming her hormones like and her like yeah. fascination with Mr. Colby because she is like she's like I'm I'm channeling all these hormones towards you, Mr. Colby. Like you, it's coming to you because like her the way because several times during the episode she describes him and it's just like are we using that language? Are we gonna call him that? Uh <laughs> have you ever seen that show, um, Big Mouth? No, but I want to watch it. It's the cartoon about puberty, right? Yeah, but like the pu- like the kids have like puberty like demons basically that like like are like they they can only see them and they're like talked to about like they're changing bodies and they're like really horny. That's who Helene is. Helene is like Melanie's oh for sure puberty puberty monster. <laughs> I love but anyway, that. Um, in the next scene, LD and Wheels also see Colby and. I forgot that Wheels was the one who walked in on Lucy and Colby. So he's yeah. like, he's going full, like, protective friend mode. And I'm like, oh, God, Wheels, I love you. Yes, love um, you. <laughs> and we also get them, when they're talking, the confirmation that Lucy never reported it. Because Wheels is like, how is he still hired? Like, why is he here? And yeah. LD's like, yeah, no, she never said anything. So, I mean, they called him up again. Is this, is, I think either at this point or maybe later, um, wheels and like it's basically like how could you never report it like why like why would you never do that and i thought that was so and especially like the kind of um, observance of ld and wheels in comparison to lucy and because obviously they were three people witnesses of you know Mm -hmm. lucy to more things obviously but um for the big event that happened yeah or at least if they haven't witnessed it then they've they're aware that something happened Yes. Yeah. And so I think it's very, uh, that, that was very cool of like their, um, their perspective versus Lucy's perspective. And, you know, as, as an outsider, not re- like really deal having to deal with the emotions, having to deal with the effects of it. Um, like they're kind of like very like black and white view of like, this happened. Why aren't you doing something about it? Um, when it's obviously much more complex, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's like, I've thought about this before. A lot. Thankfully, nothing. I've never had, at least when I was like a minor, anything. Nothing happened to me in terms of like inappropriate interactions with adults, unless I'm repressing something. But I don't think anything ever happened. Right. Um, but I think about it, and I think about who I was when I was a kid. I don't know if I would have reported. And I think I said this in the last episode about this. I, I would have also probably like just repressed it and not said anything about it because it's. Yeah. It's not the right. I mean, you sh- you should report these things, obviously, but I mean, there is that social stigma of mm-hmm. saying something and having to deal with the fallout. And I I fully understand. As much as I want people to you know come out and speak their truth and report people when these things happen, I also understand mm-hmm. why they just don't because yep. it's not always handled properly. People look at you differently. People people can be shitty and not believe you. So I get it. I mean. Case in point, that's why we need to always believe victims because guess what? Like it, it you know, just believe believe victims, you know? Yeah. Because that's yes, a lot of a big reason of why people don't report is because people are like 
just don't believe them. And yeah, so. And it's it's so weird too, because like when you get into the whole, um, you know, discussion about like sexual harassment or assault, it's the only mm. type of like crime where we we put the victim on trial. No one else, yep. nothing else. Ha- if someone's murdered, we accept that like a murder happened and that this person needs to see justice. If someone has their house broken into, we treat it as like, mm-hmm. you're the victim of like a home invasion and we need to do something. Sexual assault and harassment are the only crimes where like, it's about, are you a reliable victim? Are you a good victim? You know, mm-hmm. like, especially when, you know, not to get like too, too graphic, but when you get into like, a lot of our misconceptions about things like assault and the fact that so often myself included was raised with the idea that like these things only happen when like like a creepy stranger who has like a gun or knife is gonna threaten your life and not the fact that it's usually someone you trust and someone that's in your life who can manipulate you and coerce you yeah. into it which makes it a lot more gray and in a mm. lot of people's eyes people who are victims in that way are not seen as good victims because there's always a question of, well, why didn't you stop it? Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you say something? It's, it's never yeah. like a, no, this thing just happened to me and I'm a child and it's fucked up. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I could exactly. talk about this forever because it really, it really pisses me oh, off. Oh, girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. It's like, is this the soapbox I want us to talk about for two hours? Uh, I yeah. know. But and it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. So, ugh. Yeah, but um, and then in our next scene, um, we're at the after school program. <laughs> I'm just an asshole. So whenever I see kids painting, my first I was like, "That painting sucks." Like, <laughs> what is that? What is that kid? Is that you? <laughs> is that a self portrait kid? <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> the brushstrokes are terrible. Horrendous. I'm like, yeah, like, what are, what are you? What are you? Five? Oh, you're you're five. Oh, well. <laughs> Look, you, you paint. You paint at at your age level is what I'm saying. You should be better. <laughs> oh my gosh! But Lucy's helping out Susie's sister. She's so cute. <laughs> also, did you know? Fun fact: I learned this from Amazon's trivia that the girl that played Susie's sister is actually Lucy's real life sister. Really? Yeah. Oh, which made it even cuter. That's really cute. But yeah, she's such a After cutie. learning that, I'm like, they look exactly alike. Of course they are. <laughs> like, okay, now I have to go back and check it out because I didn't even. They they look very much alike. Like, she looks nothing like Susie. Lucy and the younger <laughs> sister look exactly alike. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, they're, so they're painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a little relationship going. And Susie shows up and she's like, you know, the sister, Nora Jean, gave Lucy a painting. <laughs> Susie's like right. fucking shady boots. Like, well, at least someone got their picture. <laughs> oh my gosh, that line was so good. <laughs> these Susie kids are, is a shady ass bitch. These man. kids are so shady on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, okay, we think about it. Okay, so okay, obviously, we're gonna talk about it later, but like, Susie in this. In this kind of uh, episode is she's painted as, you know, the uh, what do they call it? The not the easy victims, but the the vulnerable, vulnerable. That's the word. Mm-hmm. The vulnerable people that um, that predators like to uh, groom and things. Mm-hmm. So Susie, you know, 
she has to go pick up her sister from daycare. That's that's an adult responsibility mm-hmm. that's handed down to a seventh grader. She is in charge of yearbook and no one is helping her. And Lucy refuses to give her her pictures on time and she has a deadline to meet. Mm-hmm. She's a black woman. <laughs> She's a black teenager in Canada. Hello. That's always a struggle. So, like, she's dealing with a lot. And Susie, or and Lucy is not helping her. And Susie, Susie was was worthy in throwing that shade for sure. Yeah, I mean, she, she also doesn't know what's going on. So it's in, in her defense. Yeah, I, I would have probably said the same that's thing. That's it. That's it. That if I had been like, Susie was like, oh, yeah, nice. Wow, Lucy, you got a picture. I wish yeah. I got pictures. <laughs> it just because <made> <laughs> I was very, I was and am still very passive aggressive. oh my gosh yes (laughs) but um we get we were back at school and we see Dwayne (laughs) Dwayne is still like Dwayne a goddamn linebacker how is he not dropped out yet (laughs) can't put his arms down 40 year old man (laughs) nope he is a whole ass 40 I feel like whenever he's in the background he he's literally just always cracking his knuckles just being like <clears throat> cracking his knuckles in the corner. It's like, go home, Dwayne. Wayne, also, whatever your name good is. Good for the like, actor, go home. though, that he stays in character as Dwayne. Because you're right. He does, like, if he's in the background, he is the, like, I'm Dwayne. I'm bad. Like, I'm, I'm a bully. Like, he's not bullying anyone. He's just, like, walking into the class and he's just, like, looking left and right, like, angrily at everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's committing. Uh, but the kids are talking about, um, they're in, like, class and they're talking about, like, basically of course there's talk about selling sex with mr colby i'm just like oh god he loves this conversation too much but they're like ads and stuff and i i i loved how like this so that yeah the they're talking about tv ads and he was like oh for homework tonight like if you happen to watch tv really pay attention and i love how all the kids what they were leaving for class they're like he's <laughs> such a great teacher it's like that's because he talks about tv all class but of also course, like that seems who fun. does that again like when you're in middle school you're not walking at class like oh, what a great class what a great lesson like no one <laughs> no <laughs> if anything you're walking out you're just like that was stupid like you're just like annoyed you're not like wow like we just like a great in-depth discussion like we know we're 12 like <laughs> i'm trying to go to lunch okay that's just how can that's how canadian middle schools are like they just are that in-depth and like they treat them like adults for a yeah very no, you're age. right you're right it, i'm just used to like a, the shitty american public school system where i'm like i don't want to learn anything i want to watch tv <laughs> so- they're like, here's some Bill Nye, learn something, you know? <laughs> All I learned was a theme song, and that's it. I didn't learn anything from Bill Nye. I don't remember anything from watching Bill Nye. I remember stuff from the Magic School Bus, though. Oh, for sure. That was, oh, man. That's how I learned that, and oh, what was that what, what was that, uh, one um, movie? It was like a cartoon movie that was talking about like the immune system. Osmosis Jones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I never saw that one. I just oh, remember the commercials saw- for it. Oh, it's very educational. I watched it. I, wa- I remember watching it because, you know, like every school, you had like three DVDs and three VHSs. And that was one of them. I remember watching it in like sixth grade and then again in eighth grade. But I saw a meme recently that was like, it's like a picture of Osmosis Jones. It's like, this is the only one who can save us from our pandemic. Like, he's the, he's the <laughs> real one. <laughs> 
It's true. Yeah, no, I only remember stuff from Magic School Bus. I think because I watched the episodes so often. I remember learning what a oh, nocturnal yeah. animal was. I learned about mm-hmm. um, sound. Because I always remember yeah. that one episode when they're in like an old like house or something. They're in like an old castle, I think. And they're learning about like sound waves. And I remember them going, had, 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 had. Yes. And it would show like how the waves look different if it's a yes. high frequency or low frequency. <laughs> Also, why is that like still a bop? Like, someone make a remix out of that. Had 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 loaded 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 loaded. It's like a whole song. It was like, so good, right? Man, I need to start oh, watching those again. I, I need to learn some things. I, you know what? During quarantine, we should start watching Magic School Bus. <laughs> Brush you know, up on pe- some people. Stuff. People want to, you know, take like these like free Harvard like audit classes. No, I want to rewatch Magic School Bus. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I'm going to get a proper STEM education through the magic school bus. (laughs) So, um, but in class, like they're walking out, I'm like, wow, great class, huh? And um, Melanie is, Helene is still just like so horny. And, but Caitlin is like, I think he's creepy. (laughs) I'm like, Caitlin, thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin comes in sometimes and I'm like, okay, you're doing good. You're doing the Lord's work, Caitlin. Good job. Basically. She's like, someone needs to say it. Someone needed to. And Melanie is just like, nope, think he's hot. I don't care. But uh, they all clear out and Susie decides to hang back because she wants to ask Colby about being. Okay, so this didn't happen in school. Like if there was a substitute for a no. teacher, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't go to the sub and like, hey, so they were our coach. Are you our coach now? Like, no, they would have another person in the school <laughs> actually works there full time. Like, you would go to the substitute exactly. for that. It's like, no, I fucking just do whatever lessons Ms. Avery left behind is what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything extra. Mm-hmm. But she's like, oh, you want to be like, you know, our advisor. And of course, he's like, very excited. He's like, yes, I would love to advise yes. you. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> run away, run away. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, but in the library, yeah. LD is tutoring wheels about negative integers. And I'm like, oh, wheels, come on. Oh, I was wheels. I, I felt low-key really? triggered by this, by this math exam that they're all studying for. I'm like, oh, oh. at least I, I got negative numbers. Once we moved past algebra into pre-calc, I was gone. I was like, deuces. I, I descended into another plane and I was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> but your wheels who's just like i don't understand how you you how you subtract a negative number i'm like bro think of it this way you take the subtraction symbol and the negative symbol and you bring them together now it's plus and that's how i remembered it it just goes pew, now it's plus mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly that's, yeah that's all i have to say that seems but- okay today but back then <laughs> i was like nah <laughs> that's not I, real i think that's what my sister told me and i was like bet that's rule rule of thumb. Doing that all the time. When once we started getting into like the theor the theory of math and like like where you can't just like be like here's one bean, here's another bean, this is two beans. Like once we got out of that and we started getting into like the theory of math that you couldn't really like see anymore, I was like, yeah, you guys are trying to convince me that ghosts are real, and it's like I kind of believe you, but I can't see it, so like I. Oh, no. So actually, you were Joey in this. In this, because later on, Joey's heard being like, "How can you have negative nothing?" He's like, "I don't get that." Like, I mean, he spoke to me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I was like, "He's not. He's not. He's not saying anything wrong." I mean, 
It's like questions <laughs> of the universe, Joey. <laughs> Just me. But um, Thank you. they're in the library and Colby shows up and Lucy is, they're talking to Lucy about like saying something and she's, poor thing, mm-hmm. is just full on like in denial and saying like she must have let him on. She's like convinced that she did something Ugh. and doesn't want to. And they're like, you didn't do anything. But she's like, I, and she just is freaked out and very triggered by mm-hmm. Colby's presence in this school. But also, you know, bless yeah. Wheels and LD for being good friends, at least being supportive and trying to get her to report as opposed to being like, because some people would be like, do you think you just let them on? They would say they would say shit like that. And they were like, Mm -hmm. no, no, Lucy, you were not wrong Mm -hmm. in this situation. Say something. So good friends. I I absolutely love that because I feel like that is (laughs) that's obviously a very realistic thing that happens, especially and it almost always comes from either fellow girls or especially older women, um, which is really unfortunate but yeah just being like well what did you do what were you wearing like did you lead him on and then i loved how i think it was wheels or ld where like no he led you on like yeah he's the adult in the situation mm-hmm. and i loved that in this episode they didn't even like touch on like the kind of naysayer person that like isn't gonna believe in lucy because i feel like yeah. obviously it's a after school special and they're trying to you know get kids to be like if this happens you need to do something if this happens it's not your fault yeah and i loved that that was all they touched on and i love that so much yeah you're you're full on you're right also kathleen wasn't featured heavily in this episode because kathleen would say some shit like that you know <laughs> that you know sad. she'd be like um are you sure are you sure that happened lucy are you sure you just are you sure you just didn't like <laughs> Kathleen's that bitch. Have you been hanging around Spike too much? She's like really open with guys. So like, like did I you don't know, know that you can catch pregnancy? Okay. You you can catch sluttiness. <laughs> Kathleen is a piece oh, of shit. Oh my gosh, Kath yeah. She's a piece mm-hmm, of work. For sure. Um but the bell rings and Lucy goes to deliver her photos. Um and do you hear on um Mr. Lawrence is talking about honesty and it being the best policy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start listening to his announcements yeah. more because they actually are like the moral yeah, of the story is always the, in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like the voice of God coming down from heaven. Basically, I, I, I think I just ignored Mr. Lawrence the same way I did ignore school announcements when I was in school, which is like, I don't know. I don't know it's not, unless you yeah. say my name, say, Cindy, you need to do this. I'm like, I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> I also think that they had a lot more announcements just all throughout the day than we did. Because I know we had like yeah, our morning no. announcements. Yeah. And, like, that's about it. Yeah. We would only have, like, a school-wide announcement if it was, like, we're going on lockdown or, like, something had to be happening where it was, like, yeah, okay, code red, like, mm-hmm. da, da, da. like it never was just, like, the principal just talking to us throughout the day, <laughs> like, Big Brother or something, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not 18, we never, 1984. Like, Mr. Lawrence fun. is always busy but he's literally just like writing out his like poetry and his like little jokes he's gonna put out on the announcements in the coming week he's like writing his type five like comedy like routine to like Mm -hmm. spit over the intercom like no one asks for this Uh, but next Susie is hanging back once again with Mr. Colby to work on the yearbook and he suggests a collage for the yearbook which I'm like that is a good idea but he's a piece of shit so I don't like it um yeah and Lucy walks in on him and is immediately triggered because he's, like, standing over her and just – it just so, like, yep. looks like, you know, her situation. This yeah. scene stressed me the fuck out. Oh, my God, I was yes. actually, like – I wrote in big letters, run. <laughs> like, like, 
No. Oh my gosh, I know. I was like, run, Susie, run. Or whatever her name is, Lucy. Oh my God. It was terrifying. And she, and it was so scary about it is that she was running and then like, it was like very like horror movie-esque where yeah. it's just like, she's running away. And then you would see his steps like very loud. And then she would try a door and the door was He's, like, locked. like fucking Michael Myers. And another door and it's locked. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so terrifying. Also, why are like, all the so terrifying. why are all the doors in the school locked after four PM? What? <laughs> like Girl, do you not remember that happened at our schools too? Really? Like, half the doors were fire exits. Yeah. Well yeah, but like it was like she was running out the front door at one point. It was like locked. Like why is That's it true. locked? Um but she's like running around and like he's like chasing her down the stairs. And I was like, I wanted him to fall down this fucking Oh my god, I know. Fall down and break your neck, please. And I think I was, eventually I was like waiting. Like, I was like, oh, it's, you know, he's because it's that kind of TV or movie thing where it's just like someone runs away and someone's like, Lucy. And then they just stop. They don't like follow them continually. And the fact that he continued he to chase after her all that time. It was like, it was like, oh, this is, this is not normal. It's scary. I was like, getting scared. Uh, I was like, he's gonna like, I kind of didn't remember this episode all the way through. So I was like, oh my god, he's gonna like, Something gonna happen. Like what the? What's gonna happen? Like I was freaked out, but he finally catches up I to know. her because she's like they're in the gym, and he full on mm-hmm. gaslights the shit out of her. Like this man is professional. It, yes, like Chimo. Like he does this a lot because he says to her, "Did you?" I wrote it down. He was like, "Yeah, oh, I read we, it." He's like, "Well, we used to be friends, but blah." He's like, "You were lonely. You needed someone to talk to. All we did was talk. And if anything had happened, you would have told someone." And I'm just like, "Oh, you gas! Oh, I wanted to fucking." beat him <laughs> oh my god also there's a new song did you i don't listen to country music but i do listen to dixie chicks do you listen to dixie chicks not recently no i know they're still making <laughs> okay music. well they have they have well they they just they like took a break after the whole george the george w bush thing and now they're just releasing a new album and their new single is called gaslighter and um and when when he started gaslighting her, I just started saying gaslighter. <laughs> started singing this song, <laughs> and I was just like, "Yes!" Like, oh my gosh, because it's like that. It's just the classic trope. It's just like you can't do that. Like, you grown ass man. Like, how are you trying to gaslight like a middle school student? Like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, you know the only so. Obviously, like, gaslighting, I think, has become a very, like, big part of the lexicon now. I think a lot of people, like, are aware of what it is. Mm -hmm. Do you know where it comes from? A movie called Gaslighter, or it's the name of the movie, and it's what happens. The man tries to, he he tries to persuade this woman that it's, like, all on her. She's the crazy one. Yeah, because he keeps, like, That's where um, it comes from. Is the movie called Gaslight? The Gaslight? It's, like... The reason it's called gaslighting is, I think it's because I know the. He, he I think it's keeps the movie like because there's a gaslight in the movie, and he like keeps changing it and like dimming it. She keeps thinking someone's doing it, mm. but he's like manipul- He's making he's trying to make her think she's crazy, basically, by like doing shit like that. But like you know, I'm I'm very happy because I think in terms of like when we're talking about abuse and like harassment, the conversation has become wider. I have noticed though, people misusing the term gaslight, mm. like. Yeah, because it's become very popular. Like it's like it's like cancel culture. It's become very yeah. popular. So like this this is an example of gaslighting. Like he's literally telling her like I am trying to convince you that I didn't do anything. Even mm-hmm. though you know we both know I did something, but I'm going to convince you. I, I'm going to make you feel bad about it because then later mm-hmm. she starts repeating what he says to LD and Wheels basically because yep. he 
is, you know, a fucking abuser. But no, I've heard, I've seen some things on the internet where people like, yeah. I think they throw around gaslight a little bit too freely. I'm like, that's not really gaslighting. That's just yeah, other forms of manipulation. But anyway, that's not important. But gaslighting yeah. her, basically. And it's so unsettling. And our next mm-hmm. scene, though, is before the exam. And when we get Joey talking about not understanding negative numbers. And you guys are, you know, um, kindred spirits. The kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very much like, I mean, Joey, like, I obviously put some more effort into things in life than you did in school, but like, I was with you on math where I'm just like, this shit does not make I feel make like you were sense. watching this part of the episode, and you like stood up and started like cl- a slow clap. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> finally, someone said <laughs> Yes. Like, I remember, like, I still have um like memories of like just being at my desk like trying to get my through my the worst feeling the worst feeling in the world is literally when you get through like a 10 minute math problem and you look in the back of the book and you realize you got it wrong <laughs> and it's like what come on like how <laughs> it's like why am i doing this <laughs> i remember one time that happened like something similar happens oh where God. i got a problem right but my work was uh-huh. wrong so I did oh, I did it the course. wrong way, and I couldn't keep doing it that way because other answers be wrong. I think I just got a coincidence where the answer was correct, and I could not understand how that was possible. I was like, what? He's like, no, yeah, no, you, you fucked up. It was like calculus or something. He's like, no, that, that doesn't work. But I was like, but the number is seven, I get a seven. And he's like, but no, it's not. You didn't, you didn't, you got the answer, but like, you didn't know what you're doing, basically. So, like, what's the point of math? If I don't know what I'm doing, why am I learning this? Right. It's not for me, okay? Like, I'm not going to be a mathematician, and now I know As that. As if I so wouldn't be carrying be. around a calculator with me the rest of my life every day, and you're making me do this shit. Oh, my God. Truly, I remember, like, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like when we were still learning math and things, like, and, like, because I know, like, we weren't, we didn't have to get, like, uh, graphing calculators until, like, sometime in yeah. middle school. And I remember, like, even then, like, we were, it was very strict of, like, when you were allowed to use it and yeah. when you weren't. And I remember, like, our parents and teachers were trying to consistently convince us that are just, like, you never know. Are you going to, are you just going to carry around a calculator in your pocket all the time? Or are you going to have to do mental math? And it's like, bitch, we have smartphones now. We don't <laughs> need math. Like, we don't need it. We literally have a calculator in our pocket all literally. the time. Like, you have been, like... Like, stop. Like, all your... These are lies that you're portraying on yeah. Johnson. But, you know, in school. 1999, they could not foresee the the smartphone being a thing. Because it's just like how, like... Um, it's hello? like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to use a Dewey Decimal System so you know how to research. But it's like, well, I never have to because I have a phone now. And it tells me... I've, the internet is just with me always. So it's like... <laughs> they <Yeah>. didn't know. <laughs> We were definitely in that weird transition period of like, we have technology, but it's just like, we don't know how long this thing is, how this technology train is going to last. <laughs> like, it's not, they didn't know yet. It's like, it's like rock, and, it's like rock also, and roll. Like, it's 19, like, like, this internet thing's never going to catch on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, and I, but also it's just like, um, Arthur had, is in 1980s with a calculator watch. Like, was, could we not just, like, that's, that's a what I'm saying. Point. Like, why can we not even just use like the basic, like, like the basic math, like not even graphing Taylor, but just a basic math. Like, why can't we just use that? That doesn't like that. That saves time. You're literally adding on more minutes to our life, like our our tasks by not letting us use a calculator. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, 
if we're part of the industrial revolution complex, then we should be getting more time conscious and be wasting less time. And you're literally teaching us to put more time into our work. That's not part of our Western American society. Are you a communist? <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was sitting and waiting to see where you're going with this. And when you said, are you a communist? I learned, was like, okay, we're there now. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you when you really think about it, you're like, damn. Like, they, like, maybe there's something else, there's something else to it. That's all I'm Lauren's saying. like, That's what are saying. they telling us? <laughs> <laughs> I am a fan of conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you guys agree with me, let's start a let's start a a separate a separate podcast about how um was it that one podcast was like things you didn't learn yeah. about in history class. It's like what did you not learn about in math class? That's your shows gonna be called your shows gonna be called like stuff they don't want us to know, and that's <laughs> just that's that's just that's what like, the pandemic's gonna turn me into, honestly. Because three like, hour three hour long episodes about like. I don't know. Tinsel. I don't know. Who knows? So next. Uh, so Alex shows up and he's like, why don't we have a casino night? And they're like, we can't gamble in school. And he's like, we'll go underground. And they're like, no, you dummy. So anyway, uh, Colby offers to help Susie again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's and we find out that Colby's going to be staying, sticking around longer because Avery, Avery has some sort of like mystery illness where she's out even longer than they thought. Um. So yeah, she's, she's uh, probably on death's door right now, being out. A yeah, week. I was like, "What is Miss Avery? What's wrong?" <laughs> so <laughs> Lucy tells Susie. She pulls her side, and she's just like, "Hey, like, be careful with Mister Colby." And Susie's like, "He's nice. Like, what's your problem?" Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Susie, take the fucking hint. Like, that's yeah. My guess, my guess is that like, um, I guess they're kids, so it's different. They're kids, and I feel like Susie just is not like Susie. Literally can't stand Lucy. I think at this point in this capacity, and so yeah. she's yeah, that's true. She's probably just misreading everything and being like taking everything like in a different tone than it. You know, who knows? But yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's like yeah. but you should be listening. You should listen to your fellow women when they're telling you the truth. Yeah, but you're right. I think you're right. I think because Susie is kind of like annoyed with her. I think I get the vibes of Susie that she thinks Lucy's like dramatic or something. I think she's kind of like this kind of like Lucy's just a lot. So I could see where she's just probably thinking like Lucy's just doing the most again because she always does basically. Um, So then next we're at the library and once again, Colby shows up and uh, Lucy's just like watching him and she's just like fucking freaking out and LD manages to startle her because she sneaks up on her and i'm like ld don't sneak up on people like that ever <laughs> like like, if, <laughs> like if watching you're... her do it it was just kind of like she's like slowly I'm like don't do that like why would you do that <laughs> and i feel like ld should know this about herself that she's not like an agile like quiet like soft person like she's a very harsh ld trucker hat like that's who she is you're not a like a like you know a, ld you know ld breathes through her mouth you know oh, she yeah. breathes through her mouth so like LD, like queer cool jets. Um but LD and Wheels try to get once again Lucy basically the entire episode is LD and Lucy and um Wheels trying to get Lucy to speak mm-hmm. up and that's when that's when she starts like regurgitating everything Colby said about how like yeah. I let him on. Um well, you know, nothing happened, like it wasn't that big of a deal. Like she's just very like textbook just in denial and 
you know, yep. going through Being it. Like, I'm going, I'm trying to suppress these, you know, I'm trying to suppress my reaction to everything. And, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's like, he's telling me, you know, I don't want to have to deal with the AI, the, um, cause there, there's a big part of, you know, why people don't report things is this kind of feeling of shame, um, internal mm-hmm. shame, but also a lot of times it does come outward shame that people put on you, um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason they think that you were asking for or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was really hard to listen to. It was like, oh no, Lucy, like you're obviously not okay. And you know, you're not okay, but like. Yeah. She's trying to And she's obviously at she's at a point where she clearly wants to just forget it. Which yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of it is too, is like because she's getting support from her friends, so we know she's not at least being shamed by them. But yeah. I think for her it's also like she just would prefer to just forget it and them bring it and that's why she gets mad at them because I think it's just really that they keep bringing it up and she doesn't want to talk yeah. about it anymore. But she does have to do something about it. We're at the yearbook and Colby once again shows up because he's just it's like he just has like a creepo meter. He just knows when to show up. And it's just mm-hmm. like to be creepy. He just knows it. And yeah. he's alone with Susie. And he starts to literally use the same exact lines. Like, oh and so I'm like, God, this man, who knows how many schools he's been to and done the same shit? Because he uses the same lines he used with Lucy to be like, oh, you're so mature. Oh, you seem so tense. And doing the whole like gross like massage thing. I'm just like, yeah. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to massage people's necks? Yes. Ew. And I and he was very much playing at the fact he's like, oh, you know, like you're doing all this work. Because I think Caitlin had left early because she had to go study. Uh-huh. And then yeah. uh, Susie's like, well, like, you know, it's, it's classic thing that we learned very young as women is that, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to us to finish everything because that's our job as women in the world. <laughs> and Susie, yes. you know, had to finish up this yearbook and, you know... Mr. Colby comes over. She's, he's like, oh, like, where's everyone else? And she's like, oh, they have to study. And he's like, you have exams, too. Like, playing and into you, this, and like, you know secretly like, sympathizing when she's, with her. When she said, like, everyone has to study inside, he's just like, yes. Like, he's like, what about? Like, he's, mm-hmm. it's, like, all that shit is, like, it's ugh. so manipulative and just, like, awesome. Yeah. I'm like, I got this. Like, oh, God, this is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it, it's, as you were saying, like, these skills, not these skills, I don't know why I use that word. Um, these manipulation things that he does, like, you don't just, like, instantly get good at that. You practice at it, and you become very good about at manipulating people, and he's definitely done it before, obviously. But even on top of that, it's manipulating children, and I'm not, like, trying to, like, be like, you should do this, but kids are easy to manipulate. Exactly. That's what we're taught. We're supposed to follow authority. Yeah, they're that hard to get to do like i i have this one memory where i felt so bad doing this it was it wasn't on purpose though but i had a little cousin and she she has problems lying i don't think she does anymore but at the time she had she went through a phase where she would lie like a lot like a lot a lot and um one day so she'd been staying with us and i went to my bathroom and all this makeup had been like knocked like all over like the sink so i'm thinking this is something she Mm -hmm. would do like, this is what, this is the kind of stuff she would do. Like, she would just make a mess of something. So I called her over and I was like, what, like, did you, why did you do this? And she was like, I didn't do it. And I was like, don't lie. Like, I know you, like, who else would do it? Like, I know it's you. Cause she, it's the kind of stuff she would do. I would believe that yeah. she did it. And I, it didn't take very long to get her to admit to something she didn't do. I found out later her older sister had done it and then she had 
clumsily knocked it over and then didn't clean it up. But the girl, the kid was like yeah. seven. It was very easy for me to very get like within a minute of just being like, you shouldn't lie. It's wrong to lie. Why would you lie? And kind of like, of kind of, you know, scolding her for her to just cave and be like, I did it. And she didn't wow. do it. And it's just because she's a kid and if I was a bad person, <laughs> I'd be like, wow, I'm a really good manipulator. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, exactly. It's really easy to get kids to just do something or say something if you mm-hmm. really just badger them enough, they'll do it. So, yeah. Ugh. Uh. Yeah, it was. That's why I felt really bad. I apologize. So kids. I gave her candy after. I felt so bad for <laughs> making her admit something she didn't do. I felt so bad. That's why, like you know, people, you know, you have that, you have that in your brain of being like, oh my gosh, like that was, I can't believe, you know, you have that instant reaction of like, oh, I need, you know, that that there was a mistake made, and you know, to fix it. But the kind, the worst kind of humans are truly the people that manipulate kids, mm-hmm. knowing because. They're easy to manipulate. Mm-hmm. They're easy. They're vulnerable. Um, they're very easy to prey on. And that's just... Ugh. Kids, most children are like eager yeah. to please. They're eager to please you. So it's very ugh. like, it's not that yeah. hard. If you make them, if you make them admire you, it's like you mm-hmm. kind of can get them to do anything, honestly, and manipulate them. So also, it's like, did you ever, I'm having flashbacks right now. Um, I don't know why they think of it last time we did this type of episode. Um, did you ever watch? Okay, number one, did you ever watch Finding or Leaving Neverland? No, I've I've actively avoided that. <sighs> oh, oh, it's like just so intense. Whatever. If you if yeah. you know it, you know it. If you don't, whatever. Did you ever watch um the R Kelly one? I also, actively avoided both those things. Not because oh, I I don't I couldn't. I don't support these victims, but because I'm just like, I, I just can't. Like, I, no. Oh, no. I completely understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, I couldn't get, I watched um, Leaving Neverland. I thought, I think I, I was definitely, I needed to watch that to kind of, like, f- be, be like, like, to truly being like, to stick open my eyes, be like, listen, this shit happened, you know. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't get through the R. Kelly one because I'm just like, oh my god, it was so it was too hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. That stuff just makes my tummy makes my stomach turn. So I just like, mm-hmm. you know, even a, a horror aficionado as myself, there's something about the real life horrors in life that I'm like, you know what, I need to watch yeah. that. It's escape. It's escapism yeah. compared to the real life. There's stories, Friday the Thirteenth, and then there's like the real monsters in the world, and then you're like, I, mm. I don't need to watch that yep. to to believe it at least i'm like oh, yep. i believe people like that and this it's terrible um but yeah that part this yeah. whole part like made me just feel sick because then she's also talking and he like the part where like, the thing that shook me and it's why we had to put a trigger warning before this guy like we were kind of getting into a lot of sensitive things mm-hmm. is when he like tried to push her down and that shit was just like okay no nope 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 i was like i literally was like <laughs> Yeah, it was just so. I think comp- oh, I think like, compared it, to what he, how he's behaved before, I think it shook me because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've like I said, I've, as a kid, nothing nothing ever happened to me. I have been physically assaulted by a man. It was not sexual, but it was. I've been like mm-hmm. um, quick stories. It's ugh, I don't know if I told this you this story or maybe the listeners, but when I was studying abroad in um, mm-hmm. in Paris, I was like nineteen. I was coming home late one night. And where I lived was, I lived near like um, 
So if you get off like the metro stop I would get off of literally was across the street from the Moulin Rouge and I would walk up this hill and then that's where I stayed was like up that hill. So I never felt unsafe walking home just because it was like a touristy area. So there's always people out Mm -hmm. and about. But the thing is, and looking back, I'm like, I wish I had been more cautious about coming home because what I forget is that Mm -hmm. it was busy where I got off the metro stop. It wasn't busy up that hill. It's busy down the hill where like everyone is milling around. But once you go up that hill, it was pretty residential. And at a certain point in the night, like all the restaurants and stuff shut down. So it's really kind of dark and just apartments. But anyway, I was going home and I was walking and this guy kept like trying to like talk to me. And I was like, no, like I don't want to like talk to you. Like I was like, you know, trying to brush him off so I'm leaving alone. And eventually I kind of just like yelled at him to like get away from me and I started walking away. And I remember like I heard and I was – this shit scared the shit out of me because I was walking. And I remember last thing I just heard like feet running up behind me and I literally was like, oh my god, like I had to get killed. Like I was – it was terrifying. Yeah. But instead of getting killed because I'm not a ghost, he uh, kicked me. <laughs> oh my gosh, have I been doing a podcast with a, with a ghost this entire time? <laughs> No. Sadiq, are you there? But he kicked me. Sorry, he go kicked ahead. me so hard and kicked oh my, my legs God. from under me. And I to the point like I fell and like like I scraped my hands because I fell down and caught myself. And it's so funny because like I'm so not an aggressive or per- like person, but I was so like definitely not. angry and like adrenaline. I got up and started to chase him. <laughs> but then I stopped. Yes. What are you gonna do if you caught him? What are you gonna do? Like you're gonna like you. It's gonna get worse. Like it's actually more dangerous that you're trying to pursue this person. Like he could hurt you. Like if he had no problem kicking a woman to the ground, he does not know and like had like. What do you think he's gonna do if you try if if you catch up to him? So I stopped, but I was so upset. And something about seeing that same type of like level of aggression, like outward, just like push you down, kick you. It just was like what the fuck. (laughs) That kind of stuff just makes me upset. And like, ugh. Even thinking about it now, I'm just like, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should it's have, like, pepper, spray. That, I should like, have you... pepper sprayed his eyes out. I was so so mad. But I know, I know. You said like you're like, oh, like you know that you know you're not supposed to like go back with the attack. But I think it's also like I like I'm I'm like very much like yes, like that was your first instinct was to, like fight back and like get back. Yeah, at it was him. fight I really or flight. And I think yeah. I, I, I caught myself because I think I started – as I was running was like – Right, of course, yeah. I kind of got clarity. I think for me in that moment, it just was like I saw red and just was like, ooh, how dare you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think in my head, I thought, like, oh, I'm going to kick his ass. I'm like, you're, you're not. Like, yeah. don't do that. You're – you know, it's dangerous. But, yeah. Uh, I was so mad. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're – I'm glad that you're still here. I'm glad that you're Damn. not a ghost. I'm yeah. glad I'm not a ghost. That you <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and yeah, I like I'm just like I'm so proud of my best friend Sonique being like, fuck yeah, like you're a survivor. And uh, you're a fighter. I guess. I don't know. It's just Ugh. We're preaching the choir yeah, though. I don't these, need to, I don't need to tell anybody like to not be shitty, but it's just like Ugh God. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, but yeah, those kind of moments, like, especially like, I mean, it's a very, um, the shift that happens, um, in movies or whatever, whenever there's like, uh, like that kind of 
moment in a movie when it's just like that instant being like no like you know like the like you were saying like the push down or like and especially in movies like it's like the holding down of someone's arms or like that yeah. like that is a very very st- strong image that like is very it very is. difficult and like i think especially for women not that like i mean obviously mm-hmm. men can be victims too but i think for a lot of women that exactly because it's, it's very like it's a very scary moment of like the physical disparity between men and women so it's like the i'm pushing your shoulders down it's like because you could and i can't do anything about it and that's Mm -hmm. like i think seeing that was just like "Ah!" like i literally was like no 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 no." (laughs) so Mm -hmm. but anyway but susie fucking dips out and runs and i'm just like oh thank god and she's like threw her shit she was you (laughs) (laughs) well no susie if susie was me she would have tried to spin around and kick his ass and then be like you can't beat him and then run Okay, this is this is the Degrassi version of Sonic when Susie ran away. But like, if it was Sonic playing Susie, she would have been like taking three steps, be like, no, and just like karate chopped him in the neck, kick him in the nuts, like piece of shit. Yeah. So um, yeah. the, the one part that made me laugh though, and not because of like what happened. So she runs out. Yeah, Colby's left in the room alone, and it's like the actor kind of like turns around. But he looked confused, like, and I think he was trying to go for kind of like a like, uh, like she got away. But like I think he just I looked kind of like yeah. he looked almost like what I do. Like, kind of like, what? Like, it was like, oh god! So I hope I that was just an acting misstep and not being like, what did I do? What's wrong? The oh, actor god. thinks that he's actually playing the good guy the whole time. He's like, I don't get what's what's your problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, um. But Lucy, like, next scene, she's at the volunteer thing. She's helping uh, Nora Jean to read. And it's very cute. But Susie bursts in and she's like oh. ready to just leave. She's like, we're going. Nora Jean, get your fucking coat. We're going. And uh, <laughs> Lucy confronts Susie. And my heart, this part actually made me feel like, I was like, oh, oh my God. I was actually so sad. because This scene was, it was like, intense. It was good. It was, it was the, acting, good. the acting was good. The acting was good, but like it was so intense. This black girl solidarity too, just like he did it to you, did he? Cause he did it to me, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like when they, okay, so when when they like are walking down the hallway and Lucy's like watching them walk away, and she's like she's debating like internally, like should I say it? Should I not say it? Should I say it? Should I not say it? She's like, cause he did it to me too, and I was just like, oh. like it was just the pinnacle like of the episode. He's like, yes. She's admitting. She's accepting. Yes. He's like, this is yes. great. This is great. We can move forward. We can do something about this. I felt very good. Yeah. Yeah. I should be this move by Degrassi, but actually it was done pretty well, I have to say. <laughs> it was um, so good. Like, this episode was perfect. Like, it was such a, like, ev- like, it was so well done and not a Degrassi normal fashion. Like, it was so good. Yeah. Um, Lucy com- um, comforts Susie and they're all, like, hugging. And I'm just like, oh. And, like, Nora Jean's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> this poor kid is just like. Huh? These bitches. I'm trying to get home to my grilled cheese sandwich, and these people would not let me leave. Like, Susie's crying. But no, she was like, no, Susie, don't cry. And I was like, oh, my God. Little I sisters. Know. I am one. <laughs> I know, me too. You are but too. But I have an older brother. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but still, I'm sure, I'm sure you've comforted your brother before. Right? No? <laughs> Lucy's like, I I, so. Laura's like, literally never. <laughs> Love you, Chris. If you're if you're listening, that We're never not, like, happened. I, but like I, I don't think I would. 
No. No. no especially now we were younger than that. No. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just, maybe it's just different for like, sis- sure you- like sisters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But um, next, we keep getting Alex and he's just like, he's like kind of with another stupid idea. And Caitlin's like, hey, why don't you just ask them for more money? And I'm like, he's a bad treasurer because everyone knows if you do like budget stuff, you just first thing you do is ask, is there more money in the budget for us to do this before you start like fundraising? Like, why are you fundraising? I was a fundraiser, though. So I guess that's no, why I'm like, you have to find out the budget situation first, dummy. <laughs> maybe, you know, Alex, <laughs> Alex is the son of immigrants. And he knows that, like, maybe he like has the idea is like, you know, nothing can be handed to you. Like, you have to work for it. Like, it's a hundred. I mean, it's like hundred dollars. Like, I think in my mind at middle school, I wouldn't think that the school just had the money for it. Um, especially if I was like a new person in this new government. Yeah. But, <laughs> but also, like, why did Caitlin not just tell him that earlier? Like, because she tried that was to. Really shady. No, she tried to. Because oh. she, earlier on, he asked, she's like, oh, well, you know, you could just do what the did last year. He's like, no, 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 don't tell me. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Like, he's he's helping oh, on, like, right. finding a solution. And so eventually she's just like, you know, they just asked Doris Bell for the money. Like, <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I mean, lead up to a, a guy okay. to not want to hear. I take that back. Lead up to a guy to not want to hear a girl give you, like, an actual solution. It's like, no, no, no. I'll figure it out. And it's like, no. I literally know how to do this. Like. Whatever. Exactly. Why does why does the phrase woman's planning not exist? Because men won't let it happen. That's why. Ooh. It doesn't exist because they won't like hear it. That was good. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get that tattooed on my face. Yeah. Like a uh, Amber Rose, I'm gonna get that <laughs> yes. shit on my forehead. <laughs> I'm gonna get it inside my lip. Inside my bottom lip. You just like flip your lip out. The entire like. script of it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to fade in like two weeks, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah. For the two weeks you have it, you're just going to have your lip pulled down all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lucy, LD, and Wheels are waiting for Susie because um, they're going to go report um, mm-hmm. Colby. But apparently Colby got shook and he called in a six. Of course he did. So now they're going to get a sub for mm-hmm. the sub, which I think is crazy. Um, subception. Um, so... <laughs> Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a good That's one. A <laughs> but um, so Susie, Susie found out about that she shows up and she's like, guys, we don't have to report because he's like, he's gone. And that's Lucy's like, no, we have to because like he could just go to another school, keep doing this. Imagine in a few years, it could be Laura, Nora Jean. And that like Susie's like, oh, that's true. Yeah. I have a sister. So <laughs> the girls go in yeah. and they ask to see Mr. Lawrence. Dor- Doris Bell is like, is it an emergency? And Susie's like, yeah, it is. And it ends. Wake up in the morning, <laughs> see the shine of the street. I gotta go to school. <laughs> you just gotta love that tonal shift, right? Just like. <laughs> yeah, but that was our episode. Or that was a B episode. Uh, the episode. Oh, man. I. I. I think I'm so glad, you know, Sadiq, I'm just so glad to have you as a co-host because I think if I were just think of this myself, I'm like, oh, that was a good episode, but I hated watching it. But like, man, they did it so yeah, well. I think it was a solid episode, like full on, full right? on. Yeah. I think you were in this episode. Ooh, maybe an LD. Wow. You look, you look upset. You look upset um, that you have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's like it's like a like a self realization. Are that we I don't all LD? Have. Um, <laughs> and, you're like you're like Carrie Bradshaw. And you're I mean, like, <laughs> and I have to ask myself, <laughs> is LD me? <laughs> I am sitting by my window right now with a laptop in front of me, so I think I really am Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> but yeah i think like um yeah obviously a person on the outside um but i i mean i'm very i'm very proud of myself not that's nope that's not the right way to say it (laughs) i'm very (laughs) i'm very proud of myself to be such a great person um i think i'm very grateful for for um my upbringing in the sense of like i never heard from i i think i've mentioned this before on the on podcast i grew up in a very kind of um conservative religious um upbringing like in the church i went grew up going to and everything but um the family that i grew up in and the things that i was hearing growing up from my parents my family was always very i guess by today's terms progressive i guess um and so i remember like like uh i think i was ld in the sense of like where i would have never questioned like someone's like what someone so what someone mm-hmm. went through or like what they were telling me like i would just be like yeah okay like you know um and i have a lot to that i have i have a lot to thank my parents for that just because like i mean hearing how people talk about other people you know it's just like oh my gosh well look look at the way she's dressed like you know she probably asked for it you know like i never heard that growing up and i'm very thankful for that um that's obviously how i think today but you know as a as a kid kids Mm -hmm. could be mean so i'm glad that i was never that person so i guess i'd probably be an ld yeah maybe I think what the same, you? though I think the difference is that I, I, sadly, I did grow up in a household where I heard a lot of rape culture shit. Like, I did. And I think I think what mm. saved me <laughs> from it was that I was exposed and around a lot of enough people who counteracted that same messaging that I'm where I am now. Yeah. But I did grow up, like, unfortunately hearing, like, some pretty, like, you know, about people dressing certain way or like that kind of stuff was in my house. And I, well, I think even, even if it wasn't in our house, like we we're constantly being fed it on TV and music too, and everything. Yeah. I so. think, I think what helped me is just like having other people like balance out that messaging. And I think also, I think what also helped is the fact that interestingly enough, because I watched so much lifetime growing up, so many lifetime movies do deal with like yes. uh, domestic violence and like sexual assault and stuff that I watched enough movies where I heard the opposite of like, no, like she said no and no means no. And that kind of stuff through lifetime. I, when I look mm-hmm. back, I think my first like real introduction of that stuff was lifetime, which is funny, funny enough. So thanks life. Lifetime actually yeah. like, taught me how to be like semi woke. So yeah, exactly. I think, I think for, I think for both of us, um, yeah, I think for me, like, it wasn't so much of, of, I think my parents are more neutral, but yeah, just like growing up and like being exposed to things at a very young age, like on TV and movies, they're just like, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, 
like just having that exposure just like in that kind of awareness because i think that's a big thing it's just like people have this idea that's like well it hasn't happened to me personally Mm -hmm. so it doesn't exist like it can't happen and and i think for both of us we have an understanding that's just like just because i may not have personally like experienced Mm -hmm. that specific thing or that specific thing it doesn't mean it hasn't happened to other people and they're not Mm -hmm. truthfully you know telling and so i think that's a very uh, a lot of people don't have that capacity yet so like honestly what i'm just saying is that we're (laughs) the best like us the world would be a better place i mean i mean you're listening to the podcast aren't you i mean come on so <laughs> that brings us to our super duper uh <laughs> objective ranking system um starting with 80s canadianness <laughs> so i gave that a four because i feel like it wasn't it wasn't that strong yeah i think oh yeah it was it was just yeah no, nothing really stood out at anything in that category. So, fashion. Ooh, okay. So, we had we had the main character as Lucy. So, we already got we already got a high contender right there. So, at one point, she's wearing like a white ruffle skirt. Mm-hmm. She's got the scarf. She was like very eighties. Also, Caitlyn had a lot yeah. of like some looks. She's still spray painting her hair like red and like she, washing it out. She's still rebelling day. against the man. <laughs> Um, I would say, yeah, maybe like maybe like an eight or even higher than that. What do you think? I would say, I think an eight is a good, I think eight is good. I think it was solid, some solid fashion choices. I mean, obviously it wasn't the focal right. point just because this was a more serious episode. So it wasn't like, wow, like it was the fashions, right. like the focal thing, but like, but it was still there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, next in our category is acting. This might be the best acting. I like, I kind of want to give it a 10. I feel it. I think it's a 10. It was great. Okay, because I I feel like we even had some LD moments, and I don't want to, and I feel like she didn't do a terrible job. Like I still threw a lot of shade at LD, because I feel like at this point, that's my brand. Um, she she never did anything that was like, right. LD. It was like, no, actually, she was she was acting. She was she was mm-hmm. trying. So I don't know if the kids have been like more lessons or something. And of course, we got like Susie's and Lucy's scene i think they did a really great job or even the scene lucy did a good job of playing like traumatized and triggered and like frightened of this person and i'm like that's actually like really great i i have a theory about lucy and i think about maybe lucy's character and then also probably maybe a lot of things that lucy experienced in real life because obviously you know she's the real life person she's an actress um there's there's a lot of horror stories with childhood actors so you know and you can tell like lucy she's her character in the show she's always kind of uh i guess like um her character in general is kind of portrayed as like a more mature person amongst her peers on top of the fact that she's already taller she dresses she has cool fashion she's you know she like she is always trying to like you know be cooler and talk cooler and like how kind of have this because you know she had to she had to raise herself because her parents were never there you know and so i wonder like that yeah. the character on top of the fact i'm sure she's the actress herself is probably ex- 
um, witnessed or experienced things just in the industry itself. And so I'm, I'm wondering if like that really just like played into it and she was just like really able to capture the role. Why am I talking this in depthly about a Degrassi junior high character? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll let you go off. Um, maybe she might be a lot more privy to these things. Not to say like, I'm hopefully nothing right, ever course, actually happened yeah. to the actress, but, um, she might just have a gen- more awareness of these things, in which case she was able to show that. So I agree with the 10. Yes. Absolutely. 10, 10, 10. And last but not least, 10, 10s across the board. Um, plot, I would give the plot a 10. I think they... It went there. It went there. It was actually like an intense episode. It went there for fucking once. And the fact that they brought back this character, because it, it could have just been Mr. Colby mm-hmm. came at one time, he left, we never see him again. But the fact that they did the continuity of, like, Lucy is still dealing with this. And now he's doing this to someone else. And the message to kids, basically, like, you need when these things happen. I know it's tough for you to report, but you need to say something. Because there are, I mean, unfortunately, and this isn't to blame a victim for not reporting. Because, again, I understand why people don't report these things. But, um, I mean, when that guy assaulted me on the street, I didn't report. I didn't call the police. I didn't say. I just went home and right. cried, yeah. basically, and licked my wounds when I went home. But, like, um, I think it is important that they send that message. Of, like, there are con- there can be consequences with a person like Colby, who's a substitute teacher. And I think that was an interesting moment in the show I forgot to mention. I think Melanie or someone asked, I wonder why he doesn't work. Why isn't he, like, a, a teacher, Ooh. like a regular teacher? And, like, you think about it. The implication is it's easier for him mm-hmm. to probably get to a lot of kids because he's subbing. He's going to different exactly. schools. He's not in one place for a long time where mm-hmm. he can get caught. So he goes to one school for a few days, a week. He jumps around and that stuff happens. And in that situation, the fact that Lucy and Susie realize the weight of having to report because he's a substitute teacher. He's going to keep going to different schools and probably like continue to do yeah. this. The only way to stop him is to, to you know yeah. report him. So. I just got. Ugh, it's a really uncomfortable implication of him being a substitute because, like, ah. I mean, it's just, it's just like that classic <laughs> case of, um, you know, with numerous different positions and jobs of people being placed in, and people, it's men, women, people being placed in uh, positions of authority and positions of power where they're, um, you know, if they're the type of person that is. A predator, they are in a very easy position to manipulate other people, and it's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And especially, especially in this case, you know, you're in, when you're in that authority position, you're in that power position. You're the one when it comes to he said, she said, that we're going to believe you first because you're the person with power. It's like, you know, yep. Ooh, chills. I got chills when you were talking about everything. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. But this episode, like, truly, truly went there. And it, it, especially because the fact of, like, you know, we're dealing in a second, a second stage episode of a storyline, you know, like, where it's just like, this initial thing happened. And now we're dealing with the effects on that character and the effects of people around. Oh, it's so good. Lauren, you're getting your life. But terrible, but so good. I know. <laughs> uh, but the, no, this is like this. These are the moments where I'm like, yes, like this is like this is the Degrassi that we love. Like this is like this is the groundbreaking things that they were doing. Like this, this stuff was happening in the 80s, like the 80s. And like they were putting this on TV for kids. Like that is freaking crazy. 
It is. And it's awesome that they were able to, yeah, it's awesome they were able to do this and like do it well for once. Cause we've seen them, we've seen them mishandle some topics and like mm-hmm. they did a great job with hence, uh, you know, uh, freaking suicide, the suicide episode, which is still like, I oh, hate that episode god. so much. Oh my god. But, um, given our ranking system, we're at um, 32 trapper keepers for he's back, which puts that episode at number one. Oh my god, it's number one. I believe it beat it beat Whoa. Egbert, which was the reigning champ. Hey, yo, I mean, y'all remember Egbert? I think that's a, like... <laughs> remember when Spike threw him on the ground? Uh, that was terrible. Yeah. Man. But I, I'm glad that this was number one, because I think this is, like, overall, like... Because, obviously, we love our fun episodes, but, like, when you think about the ones that you remember, the ones that, like, are, like, the teaching moments of Degrassi, the ones that, like, you know, are giving you something to take away with you... This was yeah, it. this is definitely one of those. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, that was our episode. Um, thanks again for listening, mm-hmm. listener. Um, be sure to reach out yeah. to us. Um, talk to us about what you've been, you know, doing lately, or just give your feedback. Um, you know where to find us. Of course, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, which is all linked now in the episode. So you can just click on those things and follow mm-hmm. us. But, um, yeah, we hope you're doing well and we hope to hear from you soon. Yes. We hope that you guys are, um, finding some outlets to, you know, take your mind off things. Um, cause you know what? There's no right way to do this. There's no how to manual to survive a pandemic. Well, the, the how to is just to survive. So however you need to survive, that's the correct way for you. So and hopefully, you know, hopefully we're adding a little, little bit of a positive dose into your life. Yes, especially now that we have been um, doing our bonuses. We're hoping that, you know, you're having fun mm-hmm. with those bonuses. We're going to continue doing that until until whenever. Until we decide we don't want to do it again. You know, we're free women. Who do we want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ain't nobody told us what to do. Nope. Nope. Okay. There's no there's no mansplaining here because there's no men. Ha. Yeah. Turns out you you don't have any men around. Mansplaining doesn't happen. Feminism, bitch. That's what feminism's about. Getting rid of all the men. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> I love men. Love you. Boo. <laughs> we still need you to survive. Thank you. We love you. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, yes. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.